Hey everyone, this is Mike. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about the benefits of drafting a written partnership agreement in advance, as opposed to after the business has already been started. What it comes down to is that drafting a partnership agreement up front allows for freedom of choice. What I mean by freedom of choice is that the agreement allows the parties to adjust their profit margin and to determine what share of contribution each partner must assume. The partners can draft their own clauses where they might prefer to do one thing as opposed to another. For example, they might prefer to delegate voting rights in proportion to each partner's initial financial contribution as opposed to by a unanimous vote. Um, by putting a clause like that in the agreement, they are free to do so. Um, but again, there has to be a clause in the agreement. And that's the beauty of drafting a partnership agreement up front, since the, um, the partners can provide for this clause and provide for uh, the delegation of voting rights as they please. Um, so again, this gets down to freedom of choice. It's important to understand what happens when the partnership agreement is silent on a particular point or when there is no partnership agreement whatsoever in place. What typically happens in that case is that by default, uh, what applies is something called the Uniform Partnership Act. So what is the Uniform Partnership Act? It's um, sometimes referred to by the abbreviation UPA. Um, the UPA is a uniform act similar to a model statute that was proposed by the National Conference of Commissioners on Uniform State Laws for governing business partnerships in the various states of the United States. Several versions of the UPA have been promulgated by the National Conference, the earliest of which was put forth as uh, as far back as 1914, and the most recent of which was put forth in 1997. Now, the UPA actually includes revisions that are sometimes referred to as the Revised Uniform Partnership Act, or RUPA, um, as it's abbreviated. Now, here's the thing about the Uniform Partnership Act. Many people don't like it. And if they had the choice, would rather draft their own partnership agreement and their own clauses as opposed to being bound by the Uniform Partnership Act. So it does have what um, some people might consider to be provisions that are unfair or one-sided. And again, uh, provisions that partners might otherwise not uh, want to be bound by. And the solution here is, once again, to draft a partnership agreement up front so that the default doesn't apply, um, meaning where the UPA um, comes into play because there's no partnership agreement in existence. I also mentioned that um, the other way, another, a second way that the UPA might apply uh, by default, and that is, again, if the agreement is silent on a particular point. Um, so again, it's very important that when you're drafting a partnership agreement up front to have an attorney who is knowledgeable about, the, about your state's laws involved and to be as 
forthcoming with the attorney as possible as to um, what your vision for the partnership is and um, to kind of plan for contingencies down the road so that um, there's no time in which the agreement is silent on a particular point um, and that you have the right to draft the agreement, um, you know, um, from your uh, from your freedom of choice and from the way uh, you want to have the agreement govern your affairs as opposed to having this statute um, come into effect. Another way that the UPA could potentially apply is if the partnership agreement that's drafted contains provisions that are contrary to law. So if you're counting, there are actually three ways that the UPA might apply. And that is first, when there's no partnership agreement in existence, meaning none was drafted up front. Second, the agreement is silent on a particular point. Or third, the agreement contains provisions that are contrary to law. And um, just to kind of uh, flesh this concept of the UPA out a little more, what it does is it provides rules as to many aspects of a partnership relationship. And these rules uh, go well beyond formation of the partnership. They actually include rules that govern the ownership of partnership assets, the assessment of fiduciary duties, the settlement of partnership disputes, and finally, termination of the partnership. And that's why, um, again, if there is not a provision that has been drafted or a clause drafted in the partnership agreement, by default, the UPA applies. If you have any questions about this or any other topic related to uh, partnerships and drafting a written partnership agreement, feel free to shoot me an email. I'm at mjdebliss. It's spelled D as in David, E as in Edward, B as in boy, L-I-S, at dblisslaw.com.